0: Hi everyone. My name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to the safe space. With me today is J. L. Shi. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for the invitation. Or do you prefer Jean Louis? Both works. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate appreciate you coming on. And I mean, I find you you fascinating. I find your life experience fascinating because you're one of the people I know in the most minority groups, mm-hmm. and especially one that's not often talked about. Uh, in and it's but it's pretty. Important to Canada, um, so you you're obviously Asian. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't actually know where what part of Asia you're. All my pa-
1: parents are from China. Yes. Okay.
0: Cool. But you were born in Canada.
1: I was born in France, but I grew up in Montreal. Oh wow. Yes.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
0: But then also you're bisexual, mm-hmm. and you are you grew up in Quebec, but you actually grew up as English in Quebec.
1: Well, I I would say I'm more English than than, 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 the, than the regular. Quebecer for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't grow up in, in the Anglophone community, uh, per se, in Quebec. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I think actually I am what they really call product of uh, Bill 101, which is the French law uh, yeah. in Quebec, which uh, kind of forces uh, immigrant uh, children to go to French school okay um and so that was part of that but my parents really made sure that i actually learned english yeah as so in my case would be my third language Mm -hmm. and really made sure that i was going to camp and um additional enrichment classes so that i would be able to master the the language and after that through sage and university uh, that's what i perfected my english but so i have more of an anglophone uh kind of uh Holy education life? i would say yeah than yeah. Than, than, the, than the average quebecer but mm-hmm. yeah not again fully into the the, the small uh english uh, anglophone community that we still have in montreal
0: okay yeah. well, uh, what i find interesting is you know you've experienced actual like legislated assimilation yes right? exactly yeah and so i'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of what we hear now about you know the systemic problems and problems around minorities, mm-hmm. LGBTQ community, and how that how you compare or contrast that with your experience in Quebec, where it's actually like it's around language, but it's actually mm-hmm. enforced
1: laws. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's an enforced law um, because of historical reasons. I mean, it used to be where in Quebec there was a majority of French speaking. Population, but the power, both economical and political, was centered around small and of uh, a small community, which was predominantly anglophone, and and that has changed in the '60s. And I think having this French law was was an establishment by kind of this new francophone political class to who say, hey, this is now our death we have our own destiny at hand. So both people that are separatists or who are just plain nationalists in Quebec have promoted this law Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah so as a son of an immigrant I am kind of uh, I went through this this this, that dynamic and I think overall I do appreciate I am very appreciative of that experience because knowing my parents if it wasn't for that bill in place uh, and we'd still landed in Quebec I will be sent to English school by Mm -hmm. my parents just because that's how you see the world and it's true that English is the most spoken language around the world. so it's a lot more effective mm-hmm. and, 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 and you know, useful to have that language in French. But uh, now that I've been through this experience of going through French school for 11, 12 years, I do really am very appreciative of that because I do have now you know a third language on top of Chinese and English that I can use day to day or in a, in a professional manner.
0: That's that's really interesting because the like my gut reaction is always like something like that is bad, right? Uh-huh. Someone should be able to choose whatever they'd like. You know if they're if your parents moved to Canada They now ha- should have freedom to uh-huh. choose whatever they'd like for their child And so it's it's but you're saying you you value that did you Did your parents value it and did you value it at the time?
1: Well, I think probably not at first um, because there, there is a way to circumvent the rule, and I think a lot of members of uh, the Chinese diaspora, uh, in uh, in Montreal, use that password. Mm-hmm. You would send their kids to a private school for two years, and then they would able to, to continue in the public English uh, schooling system, but my parents were at first attempted and that's why i know that they weren't fully you know okay with the the role in place at, at the time but they end up not taking that route and and respecting the the bill and and sending me to french school um well, again not at first but i think what what, what is good about uh a, a, such a such such a process is that it does create a common bond with all you know uh the whole population right yeah coming coming from from other places or coming kind of from being from Quebec, you know, you're going through a similar schooling system, at least the majority of, of children, and it makes it that you are part of the same uh, kind of society and culture. And I think that has helped a lot because it's only when I came here that uh, to, from Montreal to Toronto that I realized how really communities do live <laughs> uh, separate, you know. It seems that every cultural community have their part of the city. and. And yes, there's English as a binding factor, but it's not that present. Whereas in Quebec, because of historical and also this educational uh, system in place, it makes it that a lot of people do speak French. And once you do speak French, there is already that breaking of barriers because it's not just something you just pick up, like English. And there's already that feeling that you're part of a community, right? Yeah. Do you find like it's more... So it's more integrated in, in Quebec? I will say yes, definitely. Definitely more integrated because of the language and because the focus that Quebec puts uh, th- throughout the education of, of immigrant uh, children. Yeah.
0: And would you say that, like, as... I'm interested to hear about, you know, as an immigrant in Quebec, you know, being a minority there versus here, and then also then coming from Quebec to English Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, th- that's another shift. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you see, like, the differences and similarities between, like, you know, Chinese in Quebec and French in Ontario? That's a good point.
1: Um, Well, I would say there's always this, um, how can I say, um, when you grow up in a certain culture, right, you have those references, let it be music, let it be art, let it be... You know just uh, the different history and then you know stories that parents tell their children so and in, in that sense then yes i did feel a bit more different than my friends when i was young g- growing up in quebec um, feeling that i didn't have you know 100 percent the same tv shows that that they were watching with their parents right or, or the same musicians or that that, that that my parents listened to uh and and that i think is similar to coming here now from from quebec to to Toronto is that we also in Quebec have a lot of cultural references, Mm. right? That here there's no, uh, there's no equivalent. Um, And then also things like golfing, which in Quebec is not that big. And here apparently everyone golf. So like there is always that, that shock that, yeah, just things that we take, take for granted when we move to a different place, well, they're no longer the same. Uh, and I think for that, that's, that's been kind of always been an adjustment growing up in Quebec and then now moving to Toronto. Yeah.
0: One thing that, you know, I get from what I read about Quebec, you hear a lot about, you know, they are too protective of their culture mm-hmm. and they're less open to like immigrants cultures because of that, you know, and especially around stuff with like headscarves and, and that's mm-hmm. been in the news, you know, relatively recently. Um, having, you know, lived in A bit in both do you think you know you kind of liked that you could be integrated into Mm -hmm. Quebec as a whole but that's seen as more let's call it the American model of melting pot versus cultural mosaic Mm -hmm. right Um, do you think that you know the immigrant experience is a bit tougher or, or different in Quebec than it is elsewhere in Canada
1: um I think I think there's there's two parts to that is that Quebec? The there's there's a big barrier I feel to be fully part of Quebec community compared to an immigrant that c- comes to Canada. I think the barrier of entry in terms of as, like understanding the, the society and, and you know performing well economically. I think there's there's definitely that big step. The the step is different. Uh, but once you I think cross that in Quebec. Uh, which you know you speak French well, you you know if you're the artist you know you you know how, how the society works and different political movement all that stuff I feel like once you get past that then you're fully integrated whereas in, in Canada I feel like there' in obviously what we call Quebec the rest of Canada it, it feels like there is always that oh but you're a, a Chinese American uh, Chinese, Chinese Canadian right yeah or oh you're, you're like you're from india or you're i feel like there's always that culture that's baggage is still c- comes with you like yeah like when i was working yeah being a student moving in quebec and also working in quebec i never felt different i never felt like oh i was, I was the, like an asian Quebecer, right like mm-hmm. that never came as, as, a, as a as a thing and i feel this is something that it's only when i came to toronto i really felt it That that's interesting that people do carry that baggage around all the time yeah. right?
0: And I, and I think that's a very fascinating balance. And there was some talk about that. Uh, Trevor Noah congratulated the Africans mm-hmm. for winning the World Cup. And France got like, kind of offended. And I think it's a very similar thing. There's this English mindset of we have to like, keep things separate, mm-hmm. but bo- like both versus united, right? Um, and it, it's, I've never really heard it firsthand of how that experience mm. is, is varied.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, uh, you know, both systems have pro and cons. That in Canada, it is easier to settle down for an immigrant. But then once you do, kind of the, the society still latches on to those kind of labels, if I call it that way. Yeah. Uh, whereas in France, and I think that's where Quebec also gets that culture is, again, it takes a lot of effort for someone to really feel full. Uh, but then once you do, then there's, there's that mentality that you are part of a community now and you know you're one of us yeah
0: that's very interesting and do you find you know like when people move to a place they're kind of opting into that culture they know they're Mm -hmm. moving to france or quebec or english canada but there seems to be this like you know this sentiment in the english canada Mm -hmm. that you know we shouldn't push any of our own culture on them Mm -hmm. do you but
1: yeah but that's 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 again, it's like I feel like there is that that feeling that you shouldn't disturb and we should just be all welcoming and and not really and call more like quote unquote pride I would say, because mm-hmm. that would be seen as nationalist nationalistic. But I think yeah in Quebec being a nationalistic person is not a bad term right you yeah. hear that a lot more to, in today's media j- just because of what's going on in the world in the Western world especially mm. uh, but national being nationalistic is in, in of itself is not a bad term right it's someone mm. who's just proud to be part of a nation right yeah. and so uh, I think in Canada, yeah, there is that kind of, like you said, that, that fear of, <laughs> yeah. you know, imposing something on, on, on other culture. I mean, it comes from the fact that uh, the English culture have been historically been a lot more, like, in, in, in terms of how they colonized, they, they're definitely more, uh, a bit more violent in that. And that now it's kind of dependent on the other way, whereas English English community around the world are like now a bit more tiptoeing around yeah. what, what we call minority group or... Yeah. Uh, cultures that historically has have been oppressed right
0: yeah um and so how did your parents find you know that transition because you grew up in the french system and that kind of stuff but yeah how was the how was the transition for your parents in quebec
1: well definitely harder right but just because they grew up for the first you know half of uh, half of their life now in a different country um, in China which is completely different from yeah. different value system different kind of philosophy and thinking process so coming to to the Western world for just to start it was hard and then mm. having a family and, and growing kind of um, Try try to extend their circle of friend that's been definitely be, be, be hard and so for now I would say like that either an example of say in Quebec at least someone that's not fully integrated in the Quebec culture, right? Yeah. Um, I was able to pass at that, that, that level, but yeah, I think my parents, unfortunately, are not, you know, yeah. at the level where Quebec would consider them to be fully integrated in, in the society. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's maybe where the, like, English model is better for, like, the, the first, like, first, the people who actually moved here, yep. the first generation. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. Um, now I'm interested in sw- shifting gears a little towards your sexuality, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear, you know, how you view it was treated in, like, English Canada versus French Canada versus your, like, Chinese background, and how, like,
1: it plays in... Because there's so, mm-hmm. many, yeah. so many dimensions. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. I think there's a few things, right? so So to start with... Is when I was in St. which is basically you know, in 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 Quebec, it's grade twelve and first university that we put together, and it's two u- two years of pre mm-hmm. U, um, and so during that phase, I, I I had a class, humanity class, called thinking about sexuality, right. right, and that's kind of how I really rediscovered human sexuality in terms of, you know, everything being more of a spectrum than a black and white situation, right, and mm-hmm. and and. Uh, attraction sexual attraction is again a spectrum more than a you know black and white mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of where I've discovered myself to be uh, you know on that spectrum a lot cl- a lot closer to what to say to the middle which is where strict you know full bath sex the, big sexuality exists one is yeah. attracted to someone of you of the other sex someone of your own sex and then in the middle is kind of uh, Orbit by- actually lie, and I am in, in that spectrum, right? Mm. Um, so that having that class really made me discover something different and I think uh, the anglophone world has been much better at developing that thinking okay. with empirical science and all that stuff and, and really deep in dive deep dive in into human sexuality mm. uh, but at the same time in terms of the general population i feel the general population in quebec maybe just because i grew up in montreal is a lot more accepting right a lot more open minded mm-hmm. um i think also because maybe religion doesn't play as big of a role that it, it used to in quebec and so it, it's i feel like there is like again maybe i have a different uh, experience but there's no real um Societal uh, demand of someone coming out, for example, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you are who you are, and you know, if you're like, if you're a guy and like guys, and well, you know, who cares, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas I feel maybe it's that's just the experience I have been having here. It's like there's that coming out process that that seems to be a lot harder, and religious religion seems to play a bigger role in terms of this traditional view of marriage between men and a woman, and I think mm-hmm. that has been that's played that's played a lot more. So in terms of science, definitely, uh, the the Anglophone world has done quite a bit for the world, but Mm. in terms of maybe it it is just my experience, but the English population in Canada seems to be a lot more conservative on those ideas than the the general population in Quebec.
0: Do you think the the inherent French firstness factors in? Like they don't care about your sexuality because you're French, Uh, whereas here it's still like there are the focus on the subgroups more so.
1: Um That 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 I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, again maybe it is that that bon entente, which is that que, Quebec who just like when things go more smoothly and everyone's you know uh, there's there's no 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 chaos and no no conflict kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe that plays into it. But I think just traditionally probably I I, I would say Quebec culture is a lot more progressive than Anglo like. Anglophone culture and also a lot of the uh, minority groups do have more traditional view, which leads to my third segment, which is the Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Very open-minded in terms of letting people doing what they want, but when it comes time to have the family, then mm-hmm. it kind of recentered itself. Kind of. Yeah. We'll go back to a shell and decide that no you know marriage is between a man and a woman because it's how you procreate and yeah. you know the whole point is to have a family and to pass mm. down family name or family values to to the next generation right yeah. And so in terms of human sexuality in Chinese, it's you do whatever you want, but mm. th- there is a societal pressure uh, for people to get married and have kids. Yeah okay.
0: Thank you for sharing that. It, it's a uh, very interesting. Um, I kind of am interested now to see, you know, how you view it all together. Uh-huh. Um, you know, do you, so there's an idea that, you know, if you're not white, there's like, there's white privilege. So if you're not white, you have less uh-huh. opportunity, potentially same with, you know, sexuality. Um, I'm interested to hear like how you view, you know, you're, given that you're, you know, from Quebec and Chinese and bisexual, you know, how do you view that your experience has been shifted by it together? Has one, have any impacted more or less?
1: Uh, no, I think, I, I think mostly the it's having, how can I say, it's, it's I, I, I maybe again, it's because of, 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 of I grew up, but I don't really like labels to a certain degree. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just human nature. It is, you know, the, the point is to experience as, diff- as different things as possible. Mm-hmm. There are things again, like where you come from and, you know, what, what kind of family you grew up in that, that that's out of your control. But, you know, you make you make the most out of it. I think that if you go to the question of privilege, it's, it's mostly, again, experience, past experiences, having access to a past experience, right? For example, I growing up, I never went to any sporting events or music events, right? It's only mm-hmm. when I turned eighteen that I started to make my own money and actually, you know, buy tickets to halves or go to a concert. This isn't something something I never grew up with, just because mm-hmm. of of um, how how my household was. But then, you know, I would say in 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 the local white population, quote unquote, there's a lot more opportunities, of course there's income inequality and all that stuff but there is already an urge for the parents to bring you know kids to fairs and to bring them to you know music concert or bring them to a sporting event maybe baseball or basketball or whatever but yeah you know the parents have that urge to bring the, the kids out and so that kid is a lot more socially as you know uh, how can I say it's a lot more socially adapt right just because of all the different references that they pick up as they grow up yeah um, so I think it's, that's where I base it more. It's a lot more on the experience that, that a person ha- had and is able to have, right? Yeah, definitely. That's kind of more the, the way I see it. And so yeah, being a F- French Canadian in, in Toronto, like I get to go to a Bastille Day, right, two yeah. weeks ago, and they celebrate French World Cup victory because that's part of my culture. And maybe mm. I mean, that's not I <laughs> who get to do that and be able to. Chant, you know, the French national anthem and all that stuff, and be part of this historical moment. So that's, for example, not not uh, that's something that someone who doesn't speak French can fully experience. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's very that's very fair. Um, you you mentioned you don't like labels, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested. How do you identify yourself? Like when you when you think of yourself, what's mm-hmm. first? Like is it some of these things we've already discussed? Is it your profession? Is it What what do you think of when you think of jail?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's that's a hard question, right? Definitely, um, yeah. um, I think it's just someone who's very like. Yeah, I think it's more like characteristic, right? I think more of. I also someone who's very eager, very problem-solving-oriented, who really likes a good challenge and you know, I, I, I'm someone who's very, very go, go-getter and, and, but at the same time uh, very understanding and I uh, will characterize myself more politically in terms of uh, I see the world in a way that has to be just and at the same time allow the, the best to succeed, right? Mm. And so that's kind of how, <laughs> yeah. how I see myself, less about, yeah, again, yeah. kind of my reality and, and my experiences, mm. but but more on that, on the qualities that, that, that I feel I have and I want mm. to show others. Yeah.
0: Right. And how do you feel about the, like, the, the prevailing political narrative right now is more around, you know, talking about people's explicit identity? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about you know the way politics is moving at the moment?
1: Um, well, I mean, there, there's again different level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if if we're talking about coming you and I from from university campuses, I would say that yes, I mean, there I, I never I've never I never felt oppressed, for example, and there are. I was, you know, victim of, of racism, but it was, I can't compare that to someone who lived something a lot more traumatic, right? Um, and so, so again, I don't want to, I'm not, I say myself, I'm, I'm, I don't like labels, but someone wants to use them, and someone does identify themselves through those labels, then it's totally, you know, their their choice, and, and I really um, value that, but, how can I say it, it shouldn't but those those kind of differences should not buck down um uh, political discussion like we've seen on university campuses, right? And mm-hmm. I think if that kind of mindset of uh only having discussions if you're allowed to have that those kind of discussion because of who you are, and what kind of past you have, then that just creates an environment that, that is toxic, right? I, mm-hmm. I think of course you have to someone as an individual we have to be understanding and not Again, impose our views on other people, but everyone has the right to pitch in in a discussion and that's kind of I, I feel is it, my dear kind of convention and I hope that exactly this, this things are happening versus campuses where you have um, people that, that are, are, are preventing free speech from having a place. Um, I hope that that culture will not translate into our general politics right
0: yeah uh, I'd say I I agree with that last point Um, well thank you for coming on and uh, sharing with me I I really do appreciate that Um, and thank you all for tuning in I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and I'd love to hear about your experiences as well subscribe on YouTube support us on Patreon and be sure to tune in next time to the safe space